Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye. 103.8. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd from Lunch with Lloyd, and good to have you along on this podcast. Now, on the show this week, we asked you what was the one thing that you really dislike about your partner that irritates you a little bit. My wife is always kind of tidying up behind me and rearranging my T-shirts, and also she never listens to me on the radio. She listens to Tag 91.1. So we have some interesting answers there, things that we dislike about our partner. Also, what's trending with the uh, Vit Patel from Dubai Lad. We took a look at some of the stories that the lads have been talking about this week and some markdown bargains on Markdown Mondays with Monica, who's back from London. Enjoy the podcast and don't forget to join me live weekdays from 11 o'clock only on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. What am I talking about today? Well, it's one of those survey kind of questions and one in five married people secretly dislike this about about their partner. What do you think that could be? And on the back of that, I'm asking you guys, what's the one thing that you dislike about your partner? We've just been having a bit of a laugh about this in the studio. <laughs> for me, it's my wife when I'm getting ready for work, constantly going round with a broom and, you know, um, kind of getting all the dust off the carpet and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to get ready and get <laughs> showered and having to walk around. That is, that is definitely one thing. And another one is constantly telling me to wear my slip um in in the house now i know um uh, one of our uh, producers our technical operators um over there milani she always tells her husband put your slippers on the shoe rack <laughs> and don't leave them on the floor yes. things like that you know nothing too kind of nasty but they do annoy you a little bit you've got one for us about do. your hobby I don't do. you okay so my husband's an engineer and everything is like it's very Everything's very rigid. There's no gray area. It's always black or white. It's okay. always one plus one equals two. Sometimes it can be one plus one equals unicorn for me. I mean, that's yeah. just how it You're works. A little I'm, more loose. A little, kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. A bit more, you know, creativity, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he just, I know that it's just because this is his personality <laughs> and it's it's his profession. And, and he this is like with work, this is how everything works. So he's right. used to that. But it's just. I think that annoys me the most. Sometimes I'm like, there's more room for creativity. Have you any idea what perhaps he would answer to that question? What? Oh, yes, I do. You do? <laughs> is it broadcastable or not? Yes, yes, it is. It is. I'll say the broadcastable one. Um, it's very similar to the one you're saying. So he thinks I'm really, obs- like I'm obsessed with cleaning. And right. I am. Yeah. I have yeah. to admit, I am. I'm very picky. I'm very particular when it yeah. comes to like organizing the house. And I'm very specific with how I clean. <laughs> Milani's <laughs> laughing because she knows that about me because I always clean my workstation. And, I know. And I know. Every, every, every time before you do a show, which is a good thing in this yes. day and age. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, I wouldn't. Another one is my wife tidying my stuff up. Like, yeah. you know, my T-shirts. One, one day I'll get home and she'll have ripped all the T-shirts out of my wardrobe and put them all back nicely. Nicely folded. I'll give her that. But mm-hmm. in a different place where I don't know where stuff where is. It? You know, it might be a complete disaster. It might be a complete mess. But at least I know where my stuff is. Exactly. So, guys, what's the one thing you dislike about your partner? Um, and, and this is off the back of this question. Try and answer this. One in five married people secretly dislike this about their partner. What do you think that is? We're going to go straight to the telephone lines where Jennifer joins us. Jennifer, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm very good. And uh, tell me what you think that is. Okay, I'm going to preface this. Not my partner. Okay. <laughs> I promise. It just popped in my head. Um, I think it would be their laugh. 
their laugh. At, well, I tell yeah. you, I can't believe it. You're absolutely spot on with that, uh, Jennifer. It is, in fact, their laugh. But is there anything that you dislike about your partner? Um, you know, I have to say morning breath, but I think that's everyone's, <laughs> okay. even, even our cats. So I can't blame them on that. But, yeah, forget- you know, if we could all wake up with freshly brushed teeth before we even open our mouths, yeah, I think. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? Be Maybe we should have yeah. some Listerine by the bed, you know, um, before we actually wake up and, and, and swig a little bit of that. But anyway, spot on there uh, with their laugh, but I'm going to keep it going. And what do you secretly dislike about your partner? Thanks for your call, Jennifer. We're going to go to line number two, uh, where Phil is, is joining us. Um, good morning, Phil. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? Excellent, sir. So, um, tell me, what would it be for you? Um, the, the one thing that, you, you know, you don't dislike your partner, obviously, but one thing that maybe uh, irritates you a little bit? Okay, well, it's sod's law. Every time, um, you know, if my wife's about to leave the house, um, you know, I'll ask her if there's anything she wants me to do, and there'll be nothing. But literally, yeah. the moment she gets in the car... She calls me and she has a list of about <laughs> 20 things she dumps on me. And of course I'm working, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> so, so it's kind so of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. P- pick up some cornflakes and maybe go and get oh, the, go and get the no, dog. bigger things than that, it's bigger things like that. It's like, oh, can you sort, you know, big things, you know, like oh. the bank account, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right, so this so is that then... kind of longer term things, but it's like a to-do list for today and they're like long term <laughs> kind of things. So it's like playing so, on your mind when you get to work, thinking, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to make time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Um, and do you think that there's anything, perhaps, that she finds irritating about you, Phil? Oh, yes. Many, many things. Uh, I, I mean, we could be here for an hour, but <laughs> I would say the one thing is, and I think this is quite typical for most blokes, is, you know, you'll ask where something is. And, um, and of course, you know, I'll say, I've looked there, I've looked in the fridge, I've looked in the cupboard. And, of course, she goes, and it's right there, right in front of me. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's that usual, you know. You didn't look, did you? <laughs> yeah, you didn't look uh, properly. You didn't look hard enough. Phil, uh, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining us on the show, and I uh, hope you don't get any of those phone calls today. Have you had any so far telling you to do things? Uh, yeah, one, yeah. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) just the one then. Thank you, Nazmira, for your message. Uh, We're talking about things that are kind of irritating about our partners. And, um, yeah, uh, Nazmira, you say uh, his forgetfulness. Have to remind him a dozen times about every single thing. So, yeah, forgetfulness um, coming in there as one of the things that annoys you. This is on the back of a survey when one in five married people secretly uh, said that they disliked their partner's laugh. We're going to go to the lines. Pega joins us on line number one. Good morning, Pega. How's it going? Good morning. Good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic. So, go on then. Spill the beans on, you know, little things that annoy you about their hubby. Okay. Hopefully he's not listening to your program now. <laughs> Does he listen? <laughs> he listens, yes, yes. Sometimes we drive together and listen okay. to you. But yeah, so um yeah, the thing that he it's really like I don't like about uh, he yeah. does is that after getting a lot of dents on the car, he decided, Okay, I'm going to conveniently park my car in two spaces. <laughs> to save my car from more dents. Really? So he, uh, he, he parks in two car parking spots. He parks across the two so that nobody's going to open their door against his car. Yes, yeah. Just a, 
slightly towards the middle. So, yeah, people yeah. just encouraged to park their car. So, but obviously, he doesn't um, pick the prime location in the car parks. So maybe something somewhere in the back of the yeah. park, car park, somewhere yeah. that's not very crowded, but yeah, conveniently to pick. So that does that, does that irritate uh, you a little bit then, Pega? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very like uh, following the, 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 the directions and rules, and yeah, so yeah, that, that's the thing that is annoying me. Uh, and do you think that he might have something that's, um, you know, if it, if it was the hubby on the line right now, do you, do you think he might have something to say about you? Oh, of course. <laughs> Nagging about why parking. <laughs> Nagging about parking, yeah. Pega, thanks so much for your call. And uh, is that the only thing that annoys you or is there anything else? Uh, just on the side, uh, he's loud sneezing. It's, uh, it's just quite annoying as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. You certainly are, and welcome back to the show, Lunch with Lloyd. Uh, we're asking you um, little things that kind of annoy you um, about your partner um, today. As uh, This was on the back of a survey that found that um, 5% of people really disliked their uh, partner's laugh. Uh, thank you, David, for uh, your message. What irks me about my wife is uh, when she says she'll be somewhere in 15 minutes, but it takes at least 30 minutes if I'm lucky. <laughs> so uh, it's timing for you, David. We've had a, quite a few snorings uh, coming in there. Dress sense as well. And uh, also uh, Phil, of course, we were chatting to him earlier on. Uh, his partner dumps a huge to-do list on him whilst he's uh, on his way to work. We're going to go to the lines right now. And from Dubai Lab, Vip Patel joins us on the show. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Well, thanks. And you? Very good. Um, anything come, springs to mind, um, you know, that kind of annoys you about your partner? Yeah, I'll tell you one thing that annoys me about my partner. Every time I'm on this show, she never listens to it, even though oh. I Well, I'll let you into a little secret. I mean, I'm, I've been on air for 30 years, and my wife listens to TAG 91.1. She never <laughs> listens to me, ever, ever. And, you know, and I'm a professional radio presenter. <laughs> she only ever catches it if she's in my car and it repeats at the weekend. So that's the only time that she'll listen to me. Yeah, she's a big fan of Bluebird across across the road there. So uh, I'm I'm not even in the in the mix. So yeah, I, I feel your pain, Vip. Now uh, last week we also kind of um, you know uh, uh, had uh, had you as the guy that tells really good dad jokes, and you had a brilliant one last week. Have you got another one for me this week? I do have another one for you. I've got tons of them. Go on, man. So, Go on. Uh, Okay, so this week's dad joke. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? Go on, what's the... In case they get a hole in one. Oh, yeah, in case they get a hole in one. (laughs) Love that one, Vic. You're on form again this week. Now, I've got to say, the first story that we're going to cover is about a TV show. I watched the first episode and I thought, this is not for me. But um, I'm hearing lots of people saying, just give it a bit more time and you'll become hooked. We're talking about Squid Game. Yes, yeah, the hugely popular Netflix show. I watched the, I binge-watched the whole series in a weekend and I absolutely loved it. So stick with it. Um, it's, um, it's, it's a great show. Um, it's about these guys who, without spoiling anything, these guys who um, uh, enter a competition. Yeah. Uh, and that competition basically is to win a ton of money 
but it comes with consequences. Yeah, yeah. That's well. That's uh, we don't want to spoil it for anybody, as you say. And uh, I'm gonna get if you say I should give it another blast. I'll I'll try watching episode two. Um, when I get home tonight um, and see if, you know, it, it, it sucks me in. Because, it, of course, this is Korean, uh, as you say, deadly games. But apparently, um, I guess in a rather milder form, this is going to be coming to the UAE. Yes. So quite randomly uh, in Abu Dhabi, um, the, uh, the Korean Cultural Center um, have been um, running applications for people who can actually come and play a version of the Squid Game. <laughs> now, the Korean Cultural Center have said that nobody is going to be killed in the game. Nobody <laughs> will get hurt, which is good. Um, uh, I mean, I'm a bit cash-strapped, so uh, maybe I should apply. all right so uh that's squid game then i'm going to give it another blast tonight when i get home um on the recommendation of vip patel now um uae to be the first net zero middle east country what's uh, what's the story behind this yes it's fantastic news um uh, out of the middle east out of the uae specifically so by 2050 um the uae have pledged to, to become the first a Middle Eastern net zero um, country, um, which is absolutely fantastic. They're looking to invest 600 billion into renewable energy, um, which uh, I think is absolutely great. Bearing in mind, they're already doing quite a lot at the moment to push um, sustainable energy yeah. in the region. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff. And uh, pat on the back once again for the UAE for that. Now, um, something going to be happening under the stars up in uh, Ras Al Khaimah, a 12 hour party? Yes, so there's going to actually there's going to be a rave in the desert in Ras Al Khaimah. Um, it's a 12-hour party that's going to be happening on October the 29th, brought to you by the guys at Oblivion, mm-hmm. uh, and they're going to have DJs. It's going to be under the stars. You can camp out there as well. They've got these domes that you can rent out to camp out there, um, and it's an interesting one. It seems like nightlife's back in Ras Al Khaimah. Uh, yeah, excellent. So, uh, not that I would attend a rave, but, uh, you know, um, for the younger generation and maybe people who liked uh, the uh, EDM music, uh, it, it'll be a good night there. So, um, I think a, a pre-assembled dome will cost you in the region of a thousand dirhams? Yes, yeah, yeah. So, a dome will cost you about a thousand dirhams for two, including your ticket, um, your um your shower facilities bedding it's kind of like a glamping experience yeah 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 cool okay that's something happening up in russell Kamer. now um i want a couple of sporting things you want to talk about first of all um the, i'm sure you watched the fight um uh, yesterday the heavyweight fight um tyson fury of course um what did you make of it so uh, it was an incredible fight it's got to be up there with one of the um, best heavyweight fights of all time I yeah think. It was almost like, yeah. a, you know, the, the rumble in the jungle kind of level, wasn't it? Yeah, and the fact that um, uh, in the beginning, of, um, Wilder looked so good, and then suddenly yeah. he got dropped, and then he came back really strong. Fury got dropped. You didn't know which way it was going to go till the very end. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those I thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching that. But um, staying on the subject of sport, um, uh, Newcastle United, is that your team? That is my team. It yeah. is. Oh, right. So we're talking to uh, a, a Newcastle United fan, and you've just yeah. been bought up by Saudi investors. Um, good thing yeah. for you guys. Uh, oh, it's absolutely incredible. So yeah, so the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund um, have bought an eighty percent stake in Newcastle United, um, making it the richest 
club in the world. So we've gone from 14 years of misery under Mike, the Mike Ashley regime uh, to becoming the richest club in the world overnight. And uh, it, I, it still has, I still haven't been able to process it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you say misery. I mean, what, what was it that you didn't like about Mike Ashley? Did he not want to invest in players? Did he, did he have the money, but didn't want to invest it? Yeah, he just didn't want to. He just didn't want to invest in the club. Um, he like he just sucked the passion out from the fans. You know, like when when we had Sir Bobby Robson and um, uh, Kevin Keegan, mm. that sort of era. Yeah, like there was just so much pa- uh, passion and, and faith, even yeah. if it was blind faith that we were going to win something. Um, under Mike Ashley, not investing in the club, um, just just literally getting it to tick over. Um, it, everyone just kind of lost that hope, you know, and they just blindly supported the club for so long mm. and now it seems like that's back yeah what what's what does it mean for the uh, current manager steve bruce um yeah t- only time will tell but to, to be honest in my opinion it's not looking that great do you think shearer might make a return in uh, some well, capacity been, I've, I've heard that they're bringing him on as an ambassador role okay yeah. Well, uh, congratulations, and um, I hope it, it all works out for you. I, I hope that you're not going to be as good as um, the Manchester teams, put it that way. But <laughs> Vip, always a pleasure to have you uh, on the show. That's once again Vip Patel uh, from Dubai, lad. All the trending stories, what the uh, what the guys are talking about. Check it out. It really is a fun sight. This is lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye one hundred three point eight. Yeah, welcome back to uh, the show. Um, thanks for your messages coming in. Andrew, uh, we've been asking you guys, um, you know, what uh, irritates you about, or what, something that irritates about your partner. Um, something, you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, thank you, Andrew, for your message. Good morning, Mark. I'm sure your subject matter on the radio this morning will be causing some interesting arguments in Dubai households today. My partner always berates me for not putting on my slippers. Apparently not good for your health and well-being. Thank you so much for that one, uh, Andrew. Keep them slippers on. Uh, now then, we're going to go to the lines, and it's marked down Monday once again, and it's great to welcome back uh, from a holiday, Monica from Doing Dubai. How are you, Monica? I'm very well, Mark. I haven't got my music on my intro. Oh, I know. yeah. Oh, one second. Yes, I totally forgot that. Here we go. Uh, we'll just rewind a few seconds. <laughs> There you go, Monica. That's better, isn't it? She works hard for the money. Uh, welcome back from London. Thank you very much, Mark. That's got me in the mood for March yeah, down Monday. Uh, yeah. Of course loved, it has. Loved London, loved London, despite the five COVID tests and all the rest of it, and did lots of eating out. But I'm glad to be back in warmer climes. Glad to, I've, I've got to put the question to you about what irritates... Okay. You know, what irritates you about your partner? That's kind of the theme of the show today, just before we get into the bargains. Yeah, I mean, I, I could say something like, well, we've only got half an hour and we'd need a lot. No, no, okay, we won't, <laughs> we won't go there. So something really small, because you said it didn't have to be a big thing, is when we've had a meal and the dishes on the table need to be tidied up and yeah. cleared. Yeah. So our table isn't in the kitchen. It's sort of in a, a kind of like a, another room in the dining room. So you have to sort of pick everything up and take it to the kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah. So what I would do, and I think what is logical, is to pile everything up that can be sort of piled up and usually get a tray and put as much as I can on a tray and I Mm. can hold and maybe make two trips and everything is in the kitchen. Okay. What my husband will do is he will just pick up one thing 
and walk to the kitchen <laughs> and put that in the sink or the dish, not in the dishwasher, and then go back again and pick up another thing. And it's like seven trips <laughs> when it could be one. That's I love that one. What yeah. is the logic? What is the logic of doing that? Maybe he's just getting his it. evening exercise, Monica. Well, you know, a bit more than than going from the dining bit to the kitchen bit, Mark. Eggs <laughs> after the meals I cook him. That is a beauty. Uh, I love that one, Monica. <laughs> Keep them coming in, guys. On four double zero one, those little irritating things about your partner. Right, let's get started then on some deals. You've had your intro music. I believe we're going to get started uh, with something for the ladies. We certainly are, Mark. Well, um, oh, Dubai seems to be very, very busy. People are going out again, and they want to sort of, you know, look forward to a really nice season. So why not start with a good ladies' night deal, Mark? Okay. So that's what we're doing. I've called it a wonderful Wednesday deal for the ladies, so you can go ahead and book it now. And we actually went to this restaurant last night, um, so I speak from experience as opposed to what I think it is and all my research. And you know what, Mark, at the outset, I would go there again. I really liked it. I would go for, for a ladies' night deal. Okay. So we're at a place called Ikigai. Now, I don't know if you know what that, that means, um, Mark, because I know you have been to Japan. Mm, Ikigai, I have, any ideas? I have been to Japan, um, in fact, twice, but I've not come across that word, so you're going to have to help me out, Monica. Okay, no problem. So I didn't know either. It's called a reason for living or a sense of purpose. So I did like the meaning behind yeah. the, the title nice. of the, the name of the restaurant, Ikigai. Yeah. And I have to say at the outset, the consultant for the menu, um, for the food menu on this restaurant was none other than the well-known and very um, well-established Reef Otman of Zuma DIFC fame and play at the H Hotel and the very good Kushiaki at Darawathal Mall. So I like all his food and all his restaurants and I think his reputation um, you know, precedes him. So if he was involved in any way, I thought, well, that's actually a really good reason for going. And I wanted to go because of that before I knew I was going to talk about this on the show. So basically, the ladies' night we're talking about is called the Cherry Blossom Ladies' Night or Sakura. So lots of people have heard of Sakura. And um, Ikigai, the restaurant, is actually on the first floor of a hotel called the Millennium Place Hotel, which actually I didn't know about. But it's the Dubai Marina side of town. And if you, to kind of locate it, if you think of sort of the Marina Mall, which I think most people would yeah, know about as yeah. the, the landmark, if you keep going straight on from the Marina Mall with Dubai, with um, Mall of Emirates behind you, it's probably like five minutes subject to traffic onwards on the same side of the road as Marina Mall. And you can kind of get dropped off at the front or, or around the back. And the restaurant, Ikigai, is on the first floor. So basically, what do you get, Mark? And then I'll tell you what day it's on and what the timings are. So you can get um, three very good beverages from a selection, three beverages of your choice from a selection. Mm -hmm. And then you also get um, some very nice food platters, all of which sounded good, but they actually tasted very good and looked very good. And I shared a story this morning on Do and Dubai Instagram with, with an example of some of the, the selection of platter of food we got. So what I did like is you have a very good selection of good quality vegetarian and non-vegetarian platters because a lot of the girls I go out with anyway are vegetarian. But um, the seafood element as well is very, very fresh and very good. That's very important when you're having any sort of um, sashimi. So they've got raw salmon, they've got seafood and vegetarian mucky rolls. And then what is a signature dish of theirs? Is the tacos and they've got um, mushroom tacos, beef tacos, uh, mushroom and asparagus skewers and i don't eat beef marks but the other people at our table said that the beef sliders that they got were excellent very very good and i had the mushroom tacos and they were sort of very truffly and and very nice so we just added a couple of desserts and we're happy 
So how much do you think all that would cost, Mark? Three beverages and your choice of hot and cold platters at a kind of very smart um, restaurant marina side of town. Very nice service, nice vibe. Um, not crowded at all. Uh, what do you reckon? It's got to be in the, the 200 dirhams mark for me. Yeah, well, 200? surprise, surprise, Mark. No, it's 129 per person. Oh, wow. So I, I think that's pretty decent. Yeah. I think what we would do is we would sort of add... Maybe another dish that somebody wanted to try from the a la carte menu because often you're sharing and then sort of pop in a dessert or two for sort of three or four people to share, which is more than enough and very good. And, you know, even if you come out with 150, 155, um, I think it's good. I think it, it's good. And I liked it and I would go there again. So that was starting Mark on Monday with the Cherry Blossom Ladies Night deal. And it's on a Wednesday, by the way, Wednesday night, okay. that icky guy in the marina sounds good that's a great start 129 per person you can't go wrong with that one um now then i I believe we've got a celebration a canadian celebration Yes, well, this is new to me, Mark, and I thought, you know what, why, why not? Why don't we um, talk about this? Because I thought the offering was nice, and then I thought, ah, oh, it's a Monday. And did you know, Mark, today is not American Thanksgiving, but Canadian Thanksgiving. So I don't know if we have any Canadian listeners. I mean, I know there are a kind of number of Canadian people who've made Dubai their home, um, including the Freedom Pizza guys. I think the owner is Canadian, but there are lots of other people as well. Mm. So um, American Thanksgiving, I think, is the last Thursday in November. But today, the 11th of October, is Canadian Thanksgiving. Great stuff. Well, I was born in Canada, in, in no Toronto. Okay. Yeah, in Toronto. Wow. So no, I, I should know that, but I didn't. Anyway, you let's... Should, you should get, yeah, you should get down to, to where we're talking about. To, uh, yeah. Let's like, wave the you, maple leaf. The maple leaf, Absolutely. So look, for those of you who want to celebrate, I reckon, I mean, you don't have to be Canadian to celebrate, but it will help. And I'll tell you why in a minute. You can head down to a place I really liked when it opened. And I went a very long time ago, Mark. And then I went there again because I really liked the vibes, the kind of cutlery, the crockery, the whole sort of food thing and how they were serving. Mm -hmm. Good food, easy to get to. And it stood the test of time in that that restaurant is still there uh, as opposed to others that haven't fared as well. So where are we, Mark? We're at West Lodge Saloon in Dubai. We are on the 68th floor of the JW Marriott Marquis Hotel on Sheikh Zayed Road. Very well-known yeah. hotel. Is it true, Mark? I mean, they are they are um, asserting that it is the world's tallest five-star hotel. It certainly was when heart? it it certainly was when it opened. Uh, I've got a sneaking suspicion it might have been overtaken, um, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So, uh, Listenopedia, can you help us? Is it still the world's tallest five-star hotel? It's whatever, whether yeah. it's the tallest or not, it's a fabulous property. Fabulous property. And West Lodge Saloon is a really nice restaurant. So, 68th floor. Um, so, what do you get, Mark, to um, celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving Day today, Monday, the 11th of October? So you get a kind of almost Christmassy feel to the menu, which, you know, with the weather cooling down, I just, I just think this is lovely. So let me tell you what it is and see mm. if we can whet your appetite. Pumpkin okay. soup to begin with. Yep. Then you've got um, West Lodge burrata and truffle, apple and plum salad. I think those um, ingredients sound like a lovely combination. And then you've got a turkey roulade and the whole sort of turkey breast with all the trimmings, the cranberry sauce, the roast potatoes, maple glazed carrots and roasted parsnips. And for the vegetarians, which I always like, you've got truffle burrata risotto, 
with sides of green beans and classic poutine. Now, poutine mm. is typically Canadian, Mark. Um, it's again, the cheese, it's isn't it? Cheese. I oh. don't know. Yeah, it's kind of... I think I it's kind of cheese, cheese over potatoes. Um, ah. Help me, Canadians. Um, what's the recipe for classic poutine? I have tasted it, and um, I did enjoy it. Uh, I think it's, it's pretty, you know, it gives you a good lining for cold weather in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm. So all of that um, finished off with a very nice dessert platter, as uh, we said, a very nice um, venue, but it includes half beverages. So it's a kind of very smart um, meal that they're offering in a very yeah. nice place and great to, to celebrate. And what I also liked about it, Mark, it starts from 5.30 p.m. So if you want a large kind of heavy-ish meal, then skip your lunch and, ha- and you know, just have sort of a breakfast and go there and then eat early and celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving with or without Canadians, because why not? And how much do you think we're talking, Mark? Well, it's a very smart hotel, isn't it? And uh, that sounds like mm. a fair old menu as well. I'm, I'm going to go uh, 3.25. Yeah, well, I mean, even if it was sort of 2.75, Mark, I thought it would be good. But it's actually 2.25. So, I mean, although it's sort of not a cheap deal per se, but I think for what you're getting, I think it's actually pretty good value. And listen to this, Mark. You'll love this. I don't know if you qualify. I think you would qualify as you were born, born in Toronto. The team at West Lodge have just informed us that any Canadians who book this Thanksgiving, they will get a complimentary extra welcome beverage at the bar on arrival. Now, how they prove they're Canadian, I don't know. Maybe they have to tell a Canadian joke or say something <laughs> with a Canadian accent. I'll leave that to your listeners as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that one. Um, uh, and congratulations to uh, all our Canadian listeners who are tuned in. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. You certainly are, and uh, being a Monday, it's always a pleasure to welcome back... Yes, of course, uh, Monica is with us from Doing Dubai, uh, searching out bargains. We've already celebrated Canadian Thanksgiving and uh, been to a very cool ladies' night. What have you got next for us, Monica? Well, I have got for you, Mark, some free culture. So how does that sound after all that? Nothing wrong with a bit of culture. Absolutely. So, look, we're all very familiar in Dubai with Art Dubai that I think happens in around March time. And in fact, I went this year, but it was at a new venue in DIFC and much more pared down, obviously, because of all of our Mm. restrictions that we've had. So I think this this is a really nice um, deal that I found. So we are at um, the Al-Fahidi side of town, specifically at a place called Tashkil in Al-Fahidi. Now, there is something called the Tashkil Studio. That's, I think, in that Al-Shiba side. Yeah. And what it is, it's a place where sort of creativity can run riot. And they've got sort of proper um, artists who do all sorts of fantastic work all year round. And then what they're doing in Al-Fahidi is they're exhibiting all the work that's been done at the studios, and I think some of the work may also have been done at the Tashkil in Al-Fahidi. So in terms of location, all I could find out was there's actually house number 10, Al-Fahidi, but if you type into the um, the map, the Google Maps, Tashkil Al-Fahidi, that should get you there. So, so that's where we are, and what we are doing is looking at all the work that has been done at the Tashkil studios over the year. So look, the kinds of things that, I mean, let, let's just sort of tell you in terms of scale, you can see up to about 65 different works by 40 different artists from 20 
country. So very, very yeah. international, very, very eclectic, which, which basically is, is what Dubai is all about. And you can see photography, you can see paintings that are mixed media, acrylics. There's examples of textiles, there's print, sculpture, um, there's even some video, and there's also some calligraphy as well. So, so I don't know if this will mean anything to you, Mark. There are no NFTs. Does that mean anything to you, Mark? Uh, no. <laughs> no, right. no non-fungible tokens. It's all solid <laughs> stuff you can pick up and touch, okay. feel. And even more interestingly, you can buy as well. So if you're looking for a bit of art to decorate your home or to give us a gift or you want something that's unique, you know, not just a sort of print that's, that, you know, that anybody can, can go and pick up, not only can you sort of go and have a look and, you know, imbibe a bit of culture and some art, mm, yeah. then you might even want to pick up something for your home or for someone else as well. Um, I like the fact that some of the artists will also be there and they will be talking about their work as well, you know, if you've got any questions, because that always brings something more to life for me, which, which I think is great, actually. So I think, um, did I tell you it was completely free? Oh, completely free. Now we're talking. Yeah, completely um, free. Yeah. Completely free. And I think no you can get tours as well, there. can't you? You can, you know, get a, well, a guided tour. I, I thought there were guided, guided tours, but I've just been told, actually, during your news break, um, there aren't guided tours as such. But as I said, some of the artists will be there on yeah. hand okay. and they will be able to tell you more about their work. And interestingly, there is one artist called Victor Satali. I've just quickly looked him up. I think he's from Zambia um, and he was actually recently awarded, uh, awarded a golden visa. Now, he's an artist that can't speak or hear, but I've quickly looked at his Instagram and his paintings are actually stunning. I mean, some of them are beautiful. So he's exhibiting. So, so you know, you get you get a kind of very interesting perspective from a, a real cross-section of artists. Um, I think all that remains to tell you, Mark, is the timings and when it's on. So we're at the Tashkeel in Al-Fahidi, house number 10. They're exhibiting all the work that's been done at the Tashkeel Creative Studios in Nadal Sheba. And I have yet to get there to do some art workshops. Now, the days that it's available are Saturday to Wednesday. So Saturday to Wednesday is when you can go, so not um, the, the Thursday and Friday. Um, 10 o'clock till 2 o'clock in the mornings and then 4 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the evenings. So what I suggest you do is you get down there, you have a, I think, and I asked them how long would it take to sort of see the exhibition. So I think around an hour or so is very good. So get down there for a 10-ish, have a wander around, look around the exhibition, chat to the artists, and maybe pick up some things. And then because you're in Al-Tahidi, which is the Bordubai area of Dubai, go and have a really nice sort of late breakfast, um, like an Indian vegetarian pali. And that could be your, your brunch. So you will not need any lunch um, or do the same thing in the afternoon and have a sort of early dinner. So I think that's a fantastic um, outing, if you like. Yourself, yeah, any yeah. love it. Yeah, um, Tashki, um, I've been up to their... Uh, uh, place in that Al Sheba, done a lot of interviews uh, uh, up there, and they really do turn out some fantastic stuff. There's no two ways about it. Right, we've got one more to squeeze in um, before we say farewell to you, Monica. And uh, this is something to uh, enjoy on a Friday. It's something to enjoy on a Friday, Mark. So I know the weather is getting better, and people are booking their brunches and all the rest of it. But hey, if you want to eat very well and you want to go out on a Friday and you don't want to spend a lot of money on a big brunch, then why don't you try this deal? Um, and also I'm talking about it because this 
restaurant apparently originated in Shoreditch in London, which wasn't, isn't, wasn't a, a long way from where we were staying, which was Baker Street, if you remember. Yes, I played you um, the record, Baker Street. You did, and I went up and down Baker Street many, many times. So listen, we are at a place called Bite Me Burger. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or been there, Mark. But I not have, in Baker Street, I not in have. In Dubai. Oh yeah. yeah, which branch did you go to? Um, D-I-F-C. DIFC, absolutely. Well, I've yeah. also been to the DIFC branch. But did you know, Mark, they've got a branch in Jumeirah Park Pavilion. I don't know where Jumeirah Park Pavilion is, but they've got a branch there. And I don't think that's, I think it's obviously a totally different area to the IFC. So, so nice regional coverage. Yeah. And here is the all-you-can-eat Friday deal. So surprise, surprise, it's an all-you-can-eat deal. And this is what you get. And this is another reason I mentioned it, because, you know, as I mentioned, I don't eat beef and lots of people are vegetarians. So... You get their chef selection of mini burgers or sliders, whatever you want to call them. But what you get is vegan and vegetarian burgers, as well as things like beef burgers, obviously, but lamb burgers, fish burgers, and duck burgers as well, yeah. and chicken. So, so, I mean, apparently they've got 18, no less than 18 different types of mini burger options available in bite-sized portions. And you get fries as well, which is very, very good, I think. Um, and that's one on Fridays from one o'clock to ten o'clock. How much do you think we're talking for all you can eat? Quite, I mean, I'm not saying yeah. it's gourmet, but I think it's much much better than average, and lots of choice, including vegan and vegetarian. I mean, they are kind of the, the bite-sized uh, burger portions, but so much, um, you know, different options as you mentioned there from the, the mm. vegan and vegetarian. Mm. Um, I love the place, and I, I, all you can eat and uh, and fries. I, I put that around about one twenty. Yeah, I would too, Mark. But look, you're going to get change from 100 dirhams. It's 99 dirhams a person. So if you've got those really kind of people with larger appetites, and even if you haven't, and people just want a variety. I mean, I always want a little bit of a variety of food. I don't want one big burger and a plate of chips. Um, I think it's a good option. And it's a Friday and it's relaxed. And if you don't work in the DIFC area, then that's a great place to go down and try there. Or if you don't want to go into the DIFC because you you know you sort of work more downtown side, then try the Jumeirah Park Pavilion and, and let us know what it's like. And do tell them that you heard about it from Monica at Do in Dubai on Markdown Monday. So few foodie deals for, for our um, listeners there, Mark, and a very different show for next week. Um, yeah, which we've already prepared, more or less. So I hope you enjoyed that, Mark. Uh, fantastic, Monica. Um, if people want to follow you and, uh, and find out a little bit more about these deals and about you as well, uh, just tell us where we need to head to. Yes, absolutely. Well, pictures and as much detail as I can put in, and especially if I've been to some of the places, I will share immediately on my Instagram at Do in Dubai. So that's the most quick place to, to follow for all the latest deals. Of course, there's the blog, doindubai.com, where there's a... Um, click that says uh, money saving deals and we'll try and put as many details again on there maybe with some links as well and of course there is monic moments podcast uh, where we share how to make very easy vegan ice cream lovely stuff monica always a pleasure to have you on the show we'll catch up with you again next week here on uh, markdown mondays